0: and Welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books The only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the known WWE universe That's right, when the Big Bang happened in the WWE universe uh, We only explored so much of space But in our known universe, Mikey, uh, aliens are real And uh, wrestling is forever WWE, apparently
1: (laughs) Wrestling will forever be WWE then, now,
0: forever Then, now, and forever It's a cult in a way um so it is. speaking of cults uh, it's a cult and the, the, the way to get in is to
1: apparently shave the beard you've had for so long
0: and the way and to be get, a heel and the way to get out is about to start a storyline and then get
1: <laughs> chopped i i can't believe how they massacred
0: my boy can we... So, a lot has happened... A lot
1: of... Yeah, so we haven't recorded in, like, two weeks, and a ton of stuff has happened in <laughs> we, that time.
0: We recorded back-to-back episodes. Was It was before Double or Nothing. And, yeah, it was one before, one after. Uh, so a lot of stuff has definitely happened. And, you know, it's not... I'm not entirely happy with the amount of things that have happened, because it kind of hurt us. But, <sighs> um... Kind of. So, where do we begin? Where do we begin? So, uh we got some we got some I think we got some releases to talk about here. Even I, mean, I there's not I'm not going to like we're not going to talk about those releases too much cuz the releases are like 2 3 well, weeks old we should, at this point.
1: Yeah, but we should just talk about how they affect our card going forward. I would I, I think.
0: Yeah, so on our show, obviously like if you've heard the last week's episode or two weeks ago and you're like, "Oh, you guys are still using these characters." It's like, "Well, yeah, because we recorded early." The one time we recorded before that all happened. The one time we record early, Mikey, <laughs> because of The one time we recorded like, hey.
1: early to, like, get a couple episodes in the bin so we could have a nice break for a week. Fuck. <laughs> we, he decides to go and chop more people.
0: Yeah, so a uh, list of people that got chopped. Uh, Santana Garrett, which doesn't affect us, of course. She was in. Nope. Well, she oh, she wasn't in NXT. She was on the main roster, just never shown on TV. But we have lost on Raw, Alistair Black, Ruby Riot, and Murphy, uh, and on SmackDown, Braun Strowman and Lana. So, Mikey, just asking you first: how does how do what are your thoughts on your releases, and what do you, what do you what, um, any plans for any of these people you had moving forward? I think that'd be the most interesting part for our show. Lana, no, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm just gonna come out right off the bat and say that straight up. Uh,
1: but Braun Strowman was kind of the the linchpin to the. the the Fiend carrying Cross feud I've been building. Mm -hmm. Like, without Strowman, this feud doesn't make a lot of sense because the whole reasoning that Cross gave for fighting the Fiend and in Hell in a Cell was to basically cut off the head of the zombie that is Braun Strowman, Mm -hmm. the one that's controlling Braun Strowman, who is the Fiend. Yes. So the fact that Braun Strowman is now gone, I had to, like... Pivot and find a whole new reason for this match to exist. Yeah, you have to come uh, up with without, new reasons. without basically the whole reason it existed in the first place.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think you still have just from an outsider's perspective, a fan perspective, I guess, a smart perspective. I feel like you still have something. I feel like you can easily work something out.
1: Oh, uh, I did, and it's very dark.
0: Exciting! <laughs> exciting! It's a little tease for later the show. Yeah, no, I I feel like there's there's something you could do with it. Um, it's just a matter of what. Because the the good thing is, is that you didn't lose a match. Really, you already had the Fiend versus yeah, Cross set up.
1: Yeah, it was. I was originally going to do Braun versus Cross, but then I thought the Fiend versus Cross would be more interesting and to be kind of a new. It, it would be kind of a new take on this feud instead of just watching Cross and uh, Braun beat the hell out of each other in a different setting.
0: Yeah, because I feel you, like we've we've seen the the
1: Strowman Cross match how many times now.
0: Uh, once or tw- thrice, actually, I think I've done. Well, I, it three I times. think
1: they were in. They were in the casket match. They were in, I believe, a last man standing match.
0: And then they had a singles match at one point. Was, and they
1: had a singles match at one point. But yeah, Cross's these debut. but these two have been feuding for since before
0: Survivor Series. I believe uh, Cross's debut was him beating Braun Strowman.
1: Yes. So they've been, Linked. basically, basically carrying Cross, carrying Cross's existence in my version of SmackDown has been him trying to destroy Braun Strowman, and then a little break in between where he tried to win the Universal Championship for Sami Zayn, but Mm -hmm. in the end, it always came back to Strowman and the fact that Strowman just is gone now uh, is like, it's gonna be a weird hit to cross his character I think
0: I think I but I think you have something where you can work I think you can work it out. I trust you. Yes, I I I, I, agree, I, f- I feel confident. I think like no brawn sucks but I don't think it kills the feud. No,
1: absolutely. I don't think it kills the feud at all. Uh like I said I I think I have a, a decent enough pivot to to make this match still work. Um but like I said that, that that's only I only lost two people, Ryan. You lost some big names over on Raw. Let's let's talk about how, how that have, not only not only did you lose three people, but you lost Three people you were actually using a lot of. Yep.
0: <laughs> three people I was using consistently: Alistair Black, Ruby Riot, and Murphy. So Ruby Riot, I'll go one one by. Well, who do, who should I go first, Mikey? Because I I can I can tell you a real honest. Let's start off with Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot, obviously getting into. I was using her as to try to be the baby face for this new heel, live more. Not new heel, live Morgan, but this sort of like crazed. Broken down, broken yeah. Harley Quinn esque, you know, mm-hmm. Liv Morgan, um, and I wanted her to sort of like try to right her wrongs and try to fix her and try to put her right back on the path of righteousness or whatever. I wanted that that for Ruby Riot because because I haven't used Ruby Riot versus Liv Morgan since I've had them on the roster. I've kept them apart. Mm. And uh, now I was about to use them I was and getting to the start of it I, you know, I was like two or three weeks into it And then I lose Ruby Riot Which I think is a huge loss uh, I, this, the, the whole Epidus of that storyline Is now lost and I have to come up with something new Which sucks uh, But then You know it's also like I wasn't really doing anything necessarily with Ruby Riot It was just I started now Doing something with her so it's it sucks, but it's I guess whatever mm-hmm. uh murphy Murphy us title picture sort of feuding with Alistair black, chompo Gable uh a, I was- feud, a feud I want to
1: say I do not know how they still I still do not know how they drop the ball on it in real life because those two are amazing. <laughs> yeah Mur- I would say Murphy and Murphy and black have like some absolutely buck wild chemistry.
0: Oh yeah, Murphy. Uh, I I had the new sort of faction around him. I had this new idea. I was going, not really getting ready to push the faction, but getting ready to actually properly use them. I was excited about. Um, mm-hmm. And I I, I I was ready. I, I I was going to put him in a U.S. title match. I think it was probably going to be a fatal four way. I don't know when, but it was going to be was, that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, he was going to the that whole faction Dijakovic, Ruas, and Murphy, were sort of as, I was I am still kind of using it that way, but I'm still I I guess I'm reassessing. But that was sort of supposed to be like the fact the gatekeeping faction to when you go up against one nation. Like you mm-hmm. beat them and then you go off and go and take on one nation. That was that was the purpose I of like that. that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's something for them to do and I think it works for them. But uh, that's that's what their the the meant was, and I still got Dijakovic and Ruas to sort of per- serve that purpose. But Murphy, like you beat Murphy, and then you can go up and be- beat Champa maybe, and then, like that yeah. was the whole idea. And that I sort of lost that, and I have to come up with something new. And uh, mm. I, it's sort of disappointed because I, I like Murphy; I think he's a really great wrestler. Uh, speaking of really great wrestlers, though, also Alistair Black. Uh, I very disappointed Alistair Black. Getting yeah. cut. I he was going to be my world title match next pay per view. Oi. At Money in the Bank. I mean, at Money in the Bank the... it was one go- hundred. It was yeah, one hundred percent going to be Roman Reigns versus Aleister Black for the WWE <laughs> championship. That I had that I had that prepped and loaded. Uh and then SummerSlam was going to be this is the real T te- I'm gonna reveal this, Mikey, because I think this is the big uh reveal of my future plans. SummerSlam go was going to be Keith Lee versus a heel Aleister Black. Oh, that would have been amazing. I would have, I would have, they've been friends for a very long time in the universe that I've created. So, Aleister
1: Black was supposed to win.
0: Alister no, Aleister Black was going to lose against Roman Reigns and blame Keith Lee for it. Ah. And then they went to so SummerSlam. Keith Slam. Lee was
1: going to win back at some point. Or were you just going to, no. or was it just, okay, I, I didn't know. I, I assumed it was when you said it was going to be a heel Aleister Black versus Keith Lee. No. I assumed it was going to be for the title.
0: Oh, no, no, I I, I had, I, I didn't think but it was going to be for the title. Now
1: that, now that now that, you've said what you said, I understand that that match doesn't need title stakes because it has the stakes already in it of Aleister Black's Revenge.
0: Exactly right. Uh, so I, I am mad about that because I lost out on two future matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it all prepped and ready to go, ready to fire. Uh, and I lose Aleister Black. Like he was like Aleister Black was gonna be in that US title match, and then basically like Roman Reigns causes him to lose, and then Alistair Black was gonna go after the WWE championship, and then he's gonna lose that, blame Keith Lee, then they'll fight at SummerSlam, and that was the whole storyline that I had built up. I really enjoy Alistair Black. I you know how much I loved him as a character. I used him constantly. He was always in the mix all the time. Mm-hmm. I think he has a very cool look. I think he has a very Uh, interesting moveset i think that he has all the tools of the trade was i agree i I, was i gonna strap him up with the world title at any point soon like i said no i I, like i still think i I need to build him up more to those sort of things but uh you know eventually maybe like like i maybe i could have been like you know you know maybe alistair black heel alistair black wins it off of Keefley gets it back and Aleister Black wins the title off of him, like, immediately. Maybe Aleister Black actually yeah. wins the Money in the Bank or whatever. You know, wins the Royal Rumble, and that's what happened. You know, I, you know, I don't know. But, uh, all these sort of things. So I lost all this stuff. And it's not only that that hurts me, these top-of-the-card matches and everything, Mikey. It's the fact that I personally feel like my mid-card is not that great, so I've been working hard to build up the mid-card. Uh mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, like, in the past, I felt like I didn't have much of a mid-card. So I've been slowly trying to build them up We have Chompa, Murphy, Gable, Black, and I lost half of that in one go. So I'm like, great, now we got to quickly build up new people. I got now people what? I got people in the cauldron, but I just need to, you know, heat them up now.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, uh, it's uh, not only in your universe, I'm upset that Alicia Black is gone, but also in real life, because the, like, those, like, Dark Father promos he was doing were, like, mega sick, and it got me, like, kind of hype because I was, like, it, it made me think, like, maybe I'll watch WWE again just to see, like, where this goes uh, because, man, was I, like, what, were those, like, mega cool? Like, like, Aleister Black becoming, like, this, like, supernatural Jim Jones <laughs> was very cool. Yeah. Uh, and it got me, like, super hooked for, like, a little bit. And then they caught him, and now I am back on the train of fuck WWE. I'm out of here.
0: Yeah, it's real easy to be on that train nowadays. Um, I did the math. They and make they do
1: make it very easy.
0: Since we started the show, Mikey, um, back in 2018, right? 2018? 2018, 2018, post SummerSlam 2018. SummerSlam man. Yeah. Uh, we had 36 people cut. between in the past three years. Uh you know, we're talking we're talking big names, talking small names. We we had thirty six people cut. A lot of those happened the past year. (laughs) I can't do the math right away off the top of my back. Top of my back? Top of my head. (laughs) Um I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's probably at least a third, maybe a half in the past year. Yeah, we're just losing droves of people here. Yeah, so it's been real rough, and it, it makes it even harder storyline wise because it's like, what are we going to do? Um, but you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, you know, we, home stretch. We persevere and book on. It persevere and book on. Exactly right, you, like you, Exactly. What you,
1: What you do is you you tight you you tighten up your tie, put a smile on your face, and say the show must go on, and you keep writing and you keep booking until the world bursts. <laughs>
0: The I the uh, I I think also that's like the gimmick almost of our own show, right? Like like the whole randomizer concept of the show is that like is creating situations where you're forced to be more creative and figure out a solution. And this is the same sort of thing where it's like, oh, we suddenly lost five people on our rosters uh, between the two of us. What to figure out how to write them off? <laughs> yeah, now we figure out how to write them off and and come up with new ideas of how, or how to move them forward. You know, mm-hmm. we have to come up with these new things. So yeah. it, it the whole impetus of like that randomizer and doing these things is, in a way almost prepped us for this moment. These moments that keep happening. Um, and you know, you got to roll with it. You got to figure out like, okay, now this happens. How do I g- still make something that's interesting? Um, yeah,
1: I it, like. Weirdly enough, I think that burst of like us needing to get that those creative solutions out kind of like fired me up because I start to finish like blank card to full card. I wrote my whole thing in like maybe an like maybe an hour.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, like my I was on a, on a weird level of like just knew I knew exactly what I wanted to do this week and. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of writing it all down, you know. Like I, I'm ha- I'm, I'm very excited to present my card. I don't know about you. Me
0: too. I, I I feel very confident that my card is very strong. I really like it. I may maybe cheated on some things to make it to f- pad it out a little bit, but I think it mm-hmm. works with the stories and everything. I'm going. I've also moved around my pay per view card a little bit too. I've Ooh, pushed a tasty. match pushed a match back and replaced it with something else. I can't wait to let's. Why, why don't we Why don't we hear all about it? Okay, you want to get right into it then? I Let's see. Let's get right into it. <laughs> I see. Did I mean I mean want... I
1: think we've been we've been ta- we've been talking for what? Fifteen minutes at this point about uh
0: We've been actually talking for five days. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I all of this has got cut out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, like we uh d- we, we've diatribe long enough about everything that's going on. We don't want to get in, uh, into too much detail about it because, obviously, like you said, it's two weeks old at this point. Yeah, and I think I think our Twitter yeah. has basically all of our thoughts on this on the matter. Yeah. Um, so I think let's just, like I said, the show must go on, right? Let's just get right into the cards and book and book our go home shows to Hell in a Cell.
0: Yes, let us do that, Mikey. Let us let us pray. Uh, fall and pray can we do that let us fall and pray and he's very religious. what about he becomes a priest a demon priest thoughts carrying cross thoughts i'm in there we go crisscross um okay yeah let's start off with uh our show if you don't know this show every single week on hit the books mike and i book our own versions of both raw and smackdown so i write raw he writes smackdown uh, and you know we don't we don't share them to each other. We shared them to each other the first time, and of course you. And at home, you can then vote on whose card was even the better, who was the better booker that week. Uh, so, Mikey, let's get into it uh, with Monday Night Raw.
1: Yeah, why don't we? Let's hear. Let's see what you got.
0: Okay, opening up Monday Night Raw with a huge match. It's a battle. Huge royal. match. Battle royal. Uh, the huge part being the number of participants, I guess. It is a United States Championship or united states number one contendership battle royal oh boy we got 19 oh i could put one more person and make it 20 man uh i don't have any other people god damn it i don't have any other people but it's a, a a battle royal number one contenders battle royal for the united states championship uh participants are mikey uh ricochet r-truth chad gable otis tony Nice, angel garza titus o'neill uh, Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, Eric, Ivar, Birch, Lorkin, Reed, Atlas, Ziggler, Rude, Dijakovic, and Ruas.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: Nice mix of mid-card, lower-card, and tag-team participant people. Yeah, solid. Solid list here. Uh, of course, during the match, uh, Angel Garza brought Mandy Rose out with him. Uh, who she, During the match, she gets kicked out by the referee for thinking she cheated. <laughs> Um, but really it was Angel Garza who cheated uh, Of course and So he thinks it was Mandy Rose So Mandy Rose gets kicked out
1: Oh no uh, That sucks I, I Listen You hate to see it
0: But you also love to see the ref do the you You love to see it Final four, Mikey, are going to be Garza Gable Ruas And Ricochet uh, you had you had me at
1: Garza and Gable. I thought it was going to be just like a bunch of people with G last names. No, no, no. But it's, we got the G and
0: R's. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Ru- Ruas, G and R's. Yes. Garza, Gable, Ruas, and Ricochet. Ruas throws out Ricochet. Gable throws out Ruas. So the final two are going to be Garza and Gable. You got those two J's in there. Sorry, two J's. Two G's. G's. Uh, it was GG for Garza because Chad Gable threw him out. Chad Gable wins and is your number one contender for the United States Championship.
1: Woo! All right. Gable getting a big shot here. I'm excited.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, And that match is going to take place at Hell in a Cell. I'm pushing back the tag team match with Lucha House Party and One Nation. uh, And instead, we're replacing off the Chad Gable versus Tommaso Ciampa United States Championship match.
1: Yeah. Awesome. I love it.
0: Uh, why am I doing that? Just because I think that match has more fire to it than the Lucha House Party 1. <laughs> but the Lucha House Party 1 is still going to happen. It's still going to happen. Uh, I was going to do it this this episode, but then I was like, oh, I got a better idea for something else, so we will push it back until next week. Uh, next up, though, we got a segment... Paul Heyman, your, I uh, guess, general manager, comes on screen. He's sort of upset. He your says general that,
1: manager, so the, uh, raw head, I don't know, whatever the title is these days.
0: Exactly. Uh, he says that he tried everything in his power to ensure Ciampa did not have to worry about his United States championship, but alas, Gable was able to slip through. Uh, interesting little nod there to uh, people that might have been fired, uh, but no matter, because there are bigger fish to fu- uh, Bigger fish in one nation, and as of course my boss Roman Reigns. You see, I have been tasked by the Tribal Chief to ensure Keith Lee does not make it to Hell in a Cell, and tonight is meant for one last effort. Tonight, Keith Lee, you will be facing Akira Tozawa, Tommaso Ciampa, and Akira an Apollo Cruz, wrote Akira Tozawa twice, an Apollo Cruz in a gauntlet match. you will be facing Akira Tozawa and his clone. Yes, he's been, we've cloned him, finally. The no,
1: t- it's because, it's because, it's because he's a ninja, and he, like, shadow cloned jutsu
0: himself, like in Naruto, and he's made a bunch of clones of himself. Sure. I know exactly what you're talking about, of course. <laughs> uh, Anime references. Uh, facing all three of the members of One Nation in a gauntlet match. You make it through, congratulations, you got the Tribal Chief in a Hell in a Cell match on Sunday. But if you don't make it through, Keith Lee, well that's still great for us because you still have the Tribal Chief on Sunday. Arrive in a sling or a stretcher, I don't care, you are going to be in that ring and Roman Reigns will knock you down. What we care about, all, all that we care about is that Roman Reigns, your Tribal Chief, will still be your WWE Champion.
1: Oh, dang it! I'm in. Uh, you got me. You got me hooked on Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Basic. You got me hooked on basically Roman Reigns being in charge of Raw. Yeah. Like the, the champion being in charge is so cool, and I cannot wait. Like I, said, I, like you. I think you mentioned it a couple weeks ago. You have like basically now with this new thing, you have like a full year of just one nation storylines that you can use and go with that I'm very excited to see all of them and where this whole faction goes and where Roman goes and who's going to be the one to finally take him
0: down. Yes, it all comes down to who is it going to be. Do you have any idea, based on our roster, who do you think would be able to be the person that takes down uh, Roman, Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns.
1: Let me let me look at your raw roster here. See My, if there's any names that stick out. The, yeah, the
0: question becomes... The big
1: name that sticks out here is Drew McIntyre, but that's definitely... I don't think that's it. I don't think that. I don't think he's the one. A solid pick. A solid pick. I'm gonna go with a little bit of a swerve here.
0: Isaiah Swerve Scott, that, bold move. Oh yeah. Hit I, row, I, baby. If you I don't gotta know, think, I, you I gotta know. think about what
1: I say before I say it. Um.
0: Every every word has been co-opted I, into some sort of WWE thing. The
1: one. I think the one that's gonna take down Roman Reigns, is going to eventually
0: be Tommaso Ciampa. Ooh, interesting. That's an interesting take.
1: I think I think that's going to be the case for this. Is why this is why I'm thinking, that. because Tommaso Ciampa was basic, ha, since since going to Raw has been in charge of One Nation. He has been the leader. He has been the the like the backbone of One Nation, mm-hmm. and I think that Roman stepping in the way he did. And suddenly becoming the leader and kind of pushing Champa down a peg, he might be a little salty about that. He might be a little upset about that. So I think eventually, Champa might get a little fed up and maybe turn his back on Roman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and it'll be like and it'll be like Roman with like a reluctant uh, Tazawa and Cruz on his side still. Yeah, but like they're kind of wavering because like Champa was like they their guy you know so it's exactly. like they're like it's it's like roman versus champa with like the other members of one nation kind of like waffling between who they want to sign with mm-hmm. and i think that could be very interesting and i think champa eventually taking down reigns could be very very cool okay. and maybe see like this is gonna sound weird as fuck but like a face one nation
0: yeah yeah that's weird I like it. I like it. Yeah, I I, I don't right know uh, right off the bat who would be the person. I do like that Champa storyline. I think there's also a possibility, you know, that with drafts and whatnot, it could be someone on SmackDown, uh, and by that I mean uh, King Corbin, of course. Um, but we'll we'll get to that road, I guess, eventually. Um, next up, we have a backstage segment. Angel Garza is all mad at Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke uh, for Mandy Rose getting kicked out of the battle or getting kicked out as his manager for the Battle Royal. He essentially blames Mandy Rose and tells her that he they, he they needs to take some time. He needs to take some time and think. Uh, so Angel Garza is sort of uh, I would argue maybe gaslighting her, but uh, he's I, maybe maybe he's probably gaslighting her. Uh, but uh, uh, at the very he, they're on a break or whatever, uh, and, and very much so that uh, Mandy uh, Angel Garza is not in Mandy Rose's corner. Uh, for the next match instead it is Dana Brooke uh Mandy Rose taking on Io Shirai ooh uh with Rhea Ripley on commentary Io Shirai does pick up the victory uh and it is uh they get another stare down I feel like I've done five stare downs in a row uh with Mandy or with Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai but yeah they got a match coming up on Sunday so there's that I'm into it build up the tension yeah just build up the fact that there's a match between the two mm-hmm. I, I think that's fine uh, backstage, MVP walks into the LLC locker room, and Cesaro and Lashley are yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, MVP yells back, you know, asking what's wrong. Cesaro says that they aren't winning any matches. If, if you know, if that's not the point, then why are we even here? Lashley says it's not about winning, it's about making money, and that's what they're doing. MVP tells Cesaro that, you know, things are starting to turn around, but in the meantime... You know, if you know what's best for you, you gotta. Know, you know, you have to keep taking the money, and then MVP puts some money in Cesaro's jacket pocket. Cesaro tells MVP that you can keep your money, and he storms out of the locker room. Ooh,
1: okay, dissension. Right. LLC finally uh, at a breaking point here.
0: Yes, they're 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 they're. It was it was coming for a while. There's dissension in the ranks. Yeah. Uh, moving right along, we got the gauntlet match, Mikey. The gauntlet match is up Ooh. next. It is going to be uh Keith Lee versus Akira Tozawa starting off the match. Um, of course, back and forth action. Keef Lee gets the win. All right. Okay. Who's Keith-, next? Keith Lee is still hurt. Like he like Obviously. had his arm like broken or whatever a number of weeks ago. So he's still hurting. Uh, he's still not great, but it's not. He's basically,
1: wrestling each match with one arm here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's doing the best he can. Yeah. Um, next up, we got Keef Lee versus Tommaso Ciampa, the United States Champion. Uh, During the match, uh, the referee gets knocked out uh, and Ciampa attempts to hit uh, Keith Lee with the United States Championship. But Chad Gable runs out to make the stop, uh, basically allowing Lee uh, to use that distraction to his advantage and hit a powerbomb. All right. So Keith Lee gets another win over Tommaso Ciampa.
1: Okay. All right. Another. That's that's wild. Keith Lee is just taking out the squad here with a, a bum arm. Exactly.
0: Uh, we do get a little, you know, we cut the commercial, we come back, we get a little video package showing that Ciampa and Gable are brawling in the back, uh, backstage area, eventually oh, no. having to be separated at some point, uh, but they were brawling backstage. Wow. And finally, your last match, of course, is Keith Lee versus Apollo Crews. Uh, this one ends uh, with a DQ finish when the rest of One Nation come out to beat down Lee. The One Nation there being, I guess, Akira Tozawa and Roman Reigns come out to beat down Lee along with Apollo Crews. Yeah, sounds about right. So Lee gets the win, but it's a disqualification. So, you know... Kiefly get Lee quote-unquote gets
1: the win yes. as a technicality, but yes, is uh, really One Nation still is on top here.
0: Yeah, and then the final segment here, Roman and Heyman, Uh, you know, they're um, Roman and Heyman, the One Nation, are all admiring their own work. You know, Keith Lee is a a beaten, bruised pulp in the middle of the ring there. So as they're leaving, Lee is able to crawl over, grab a microphone, and Lee says to Roman that, you know, he has, uh, he's had his friends taken from him, his WWE championship, and at this rate, my arm and the rest of my body. But I've gone through hell, and I'm still kicking. Our match is still happening. I can come in a full body cast, but that won't stop me then. You won't be able to stop me, Roman. And this Sunday, I will truly show you the meaning meaning of Limitless. I love it. I love this from Keith Lee. Just like beaten down,
1: battered, bruised, just constantly just getting destroyed by One Nation, but absolutely refusing to give up (laughs) and just continues to spit right back in their face.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, awesome. He's awesome. not. He's he is. He can be beaten down, but it's it's not going to stop him. It's not. Gonna I've said it.
1: Him. I've said it once, and I'll keep saying it. Ryan,
0: I love what you've done with One Nation. I love what you've done with Keith Lee Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's all about putting over your stars It's all about making stars. You know, you gotta and got absolutely are with Keithley. Uh, uh, yeah, no, Keith Lee I think you know you gotta make him make him look good. Make him look you know, unstoppable. Not un- necessarily unstoppable. But uh, it, now it comes the tough part now of deciding the winner at Hell in a Cell this Sunday.
1: Oh, the, always the worst part of any feud is is finishing it.
0: Finishing it, picking a winner. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, got to figure that out, I guess. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that is Monday Night Raw. Mikey, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns?
1: Really, really, uh, like, like like I can see why you were excited about this card. Mm-hmm. It was very good top to bottom. Uh, a lot of great pivots with uh all the people you lost i think it was an awesome go home show keith lee's promo at the end to to close out the show is absolutely a great finish to your, a great way to lead into the pay-per-view um the gauntlet match was sweet the big battle royal in the beginning was great uh gable gable getting the challenge for that u.s title and brawling with champa in the back was really awesome uh, the the build to the women's championship match also great uh like the the like like you said the stare downs right uh just building all that tension building all that heat uh i think you did a great job uh with with that
0: i appreciate it i appreciate it i discovered recently that I was like why why i i was like originally the plan for one nation was to ensure that uh Keith Lee doesn't get to the match but mm-hmm. I, i've pivoted along with that in this episode to sort of being uh, ensuring that if Keith Lee is going to get to the match, so let's just beat him to a pulp so it make it easier for Roman.
1: Yeah. It's like, at this point, it's like, he, no matter, like they, they, yeah, they, that One Nation has realized that they can't do anything to stop Keith Lee from, from being there and competing. Yeah. Right. So they're just like, like you said, might as well just wear him down for Roman while they can.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's the idea they pivoted that Paul Hammond pivoted to is that like, look, He's. I'm. I'm gonna. You're gonna face him on Sunday. Just beat the crap out of him. And that was the whole goal. You know. You could see it even in the second match. Tommaso Ciampa m- was going to hit Keith Lee with the United States Championship. Mm-hmm. You know. That was. That was the conceit. The conceit was. Oh, he was probably gonna get two disqualification victories because he was gonna get hit by Ciampa and then he's gonna be attacked by everyone at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tomasa Ciampa got taken out of by Gable. If Black was still here, maybe he could have helped as well, but he's not. <laughs> so He's not. He's not. So, you know, he's, he's got what he can. Um, yeah. And that's also the scary... The, the the I think, for me, the interesting part is that he always had, like, backup with Aleister Black. Uh, and now he Black does, is gone. Black is gone. He doesn't really have, like, a friendship with Gable. He has a respect with Gable. But it's it's not quite there. So it is this sort of thing of, like... Okay, where do we go from here? Now we you know what's it's, the what's the conceit here?
1: It's the problem of like, yeah, now Keith Lee is basically on all, all on his own here.
0: Yep, against an army, practically. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's taking on an he's taking on an army while he's broken, you know, yeah. himself, and oh, it's yeah. like the odds are absolutely stacked against him. And like you like I like I said earlier, the way you're building him up and the way you're making it like. He doesn't care that the odds are so like not in his favor. He's like, I'm gonna do it anyway. It's like, what? What is? What was the? What's the fucking line where it's like, oh, you have like a? I don't even remember what it's. I don't even remember what the whole fucking line is. But it's like, so you're saying I have a chance? You know
0: exactly. exactly. So you're
1: saying there's a chance.
0: You're saying that there's a chance I'll be fine. There's a ch- saying. There's a way. There's a chance. Yeah, no. That I think that's what Keith Lee. Like the definition of limitless is, to me is. You know, being able to still go when the when everything is stacked against you. Yeah, uh, and I or think like, I, I like those odds. I like I like those odds like that. But I guess I guess really the term of limitless would be beating those odds. Yeah. To me, that's limitless. It's a question of will Keith Lee achieve such a thing
1: this Sunday at Hill of the Cell? Yeah, this is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a Monster Truck Rally. Monster Truck Rally inside of oh um, Yeah, so that's that. My half of Hell in a Cell is all prepped and ready to go. Roman Reigns versus Keith Lee in a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai for the Raw Women's Championship. And, of course, Chad Gable versus Tommaso Ciampa for the United States Championship. That Raw Tag Team Championship of One Nation versus Lucha House Party, that got pushed back. So you don't have to worry about it, folks.
1: Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, just stop thinking okay.
0: about it, folks. <laughs>
1: just stop Just Get it out of your heads. Just stop it.
0: Yeah. Okay, Mikey, uh, that was Raw. Let's see what's happening over on Friday nights.
1: Yeah, let's let's get into it. All right. So opening up the show, we got none other than the one who closed out the show last week, Dave Mastiff. Here you go. Opens up opens up the show, grabs a mic, and he says, Last week I defended by Intercontinental Championship against Humberto Carrillo, and we had a hell of a fight. But then afterwards... Well, you all saw what happened. Strong, I just want to know why. You always had the opportunity to challenge me and could have had a match for my title whenever you wanted. There was no reason for you to stoop to the levels you did, and yet, here we are. You have to have your boys jump me from behind, and for what? All you had to do was come to me and ask, and the match was yours. I'm calling you out right here, right now. I want an explanation, and I want you to say it to my face. Strong obliges and comes out with Sheamus and Thatcher at his sides and he has a mic as well and he says, Mastiff, you really just don't get it. You keep telling people to come and challenge you because you thought no one stood a chance at beating you. You thought you were the almighty champion. And when you told me you wanted me to challenge you, it made me realize that somewhere in that big head of yours you think you're better than me. You thought I was just a stepping stone on the way to becoming an intercontinental champion all of these idiots can look up to. Last week was your reality check. You were getting way too big for your britches, and we gave you that beatdown last week to remind you that you aren't the invincible champ you think you are. At Hell in a Cell, when I finally get the chance to rip that title from you, I'll make sure the entire world forgets the name Dave Mastiff. Strong and Seamus leave with that. Uh, strong leaves with Seamus and Thatcher into.
0: I like it. I like it. I like it. You know, building up more of that strong Mastiff. Uh, uh, dynamic that dicom, can economy. Thank you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> got building there. up, building up to the hell, cell, hell in a cell match, hell in a cell pay per view mm-hmm. match, I should say. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh,
1: after that, we got match number one. We got Dominic Mysterio taking on Drake Maverick as uh maybe like some revenge for last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Drake Maverick does end up winning when Corbin uh, on the outside take. They they both have their like Dominic has Ray and Drake has Corbin, of course. Uh, and Maverick wins when Corbin takes out Rey Mysterio on the outside, and Dominic goes after him. Maverick is able to capitalize on the distraction, hit his finisher, and win the match.
0: Okay, Drake Maverick getting a win.
1: I like to think of it. As, I like to think of it like where, uh, like, like on the outside, Corbin takes out Rey, and then like Dominic slides out of the ring to go chase him, and like Corbin runs in the ring, and Dominic runs in the ring after him, and Corbin slides out, and Cor- and Dominic runs like right into maverick who's waiting for him
0: yeah maverick kick maverick mm-hmm. the maverick him.
1: trick maverick yeah. <laughs> this is with his aviator sunglasses on constantly his pilot jacket his pilot jacket yeah uh after that we have a backstage interview with kevin owens about sammy Zayn causing his loss to seth rollins last week kevin owens says i should have seen it coming sammy <laughs> saw an opportunity to try to take me out before our match on sunday because he knows he won't be able to beat me twice Sammy knows that once I make a mistake in that ring, it doesn't happen again. I made the grave mistake of losing to Sammy at WrestleMania, and I plan on writing I plan to write that wrong and put Sammy's head and put Sammy's head on straight. He thinks he's untouchable, but I know he's just a fragile kid gripping to the universal title like it's some weird sign of approval from the universe that he's doing the right thing. When I beat him and Jesus. show him what it's like to lose one of the biggest prizes in the WWE, he'll see how far that fall from grace is.
0: Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Kevin. (laughs) Kevin, calm down, man. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: I went hard on these promos today, man.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I
1: I went fucking in on these promos today.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. There we go.
1: I was holding nothing back. Uh, After that, we have a tag team match between Brizongo and Sheamus and Thatcher. And Sheamus and Thatcher pick up the victory.
0: Okay, okay. Brizongo, okay, heel Brizgoss against the heel, mm-hmm. Seamus Thatcher, you know you know how I just like my matches, uh, no, I know. I know, I got gotcha. you,
1: yeah, you know, just building up Sheamus and Thatcher to be like, yeah, you know, this look, this is who Roger Strong has in his corner coming up on Sunday, you know, yeah, I like that idea, I like that idea, and being like, oh no, he <laughs> oh no, they're they're good, mm-hmm. Alright, after that, we have a video package, and it's the Firefly Funhouse music hits, and we fade into a silent Bray Wyatt wearing all black after an uncomfortable silence. And after an uncomfortable silence, he says solemnly, Hello, my Fireflies. Today is an especially sad day. I got a package in the mail, which usually is a fun surprise, but today it was an upsetting one. He pulls a box... He pulls out a box and on the outside is carrying crosses like X, like logo that he has. Mm -hmm. He retrieves a note from the box and as he begins reading it we hear Bray's voice fade into Scarlet's voice. Bray, Fiend, whatever you are, we finally did what we've been saying we were going to do all this time. We destroyed our demon, who happened to be a friend of yours. We wanted to send you a memento of our triumph to let you know that not only did we take out your monster, but that you're next. At Hell in a Cell, we were going to take you out in hopes that your monster would go with you. But now, we got a little bit of our head of, we got a little bit ahead of ourselves, and the motives have changed. We want to destroy the whole family, the beast, the tamer, and most importantly, the fiend himself. So this Sunday, your lineage ends by the hands of Cross. Bray stares at the note sadly, then slowly he looks towards the camera and an evil smile forms on his face. Cross, you want to end me forever? You want to end him forever? Fine, go ahead and try. But now, the thing is, we no longer have anything left to lose. You made the biggest mistake of your life destroying my greatest creation, and for that you are going to pay. On Sunday, you're gonna see a side of him that no one has seen before and you will not be ready. I can assure you that. Bray starts laughing as he reaches into the box and pulls out a black sheep mask. He bends off screen to put it on his face and when he rises, it's the fiend with the mask on. The fiend fiend slowly takes off the mask and screams, let me in. And the camera cuts to black.
0: I'm, I'm very glad that um, Karen Cross didn't send Braun Strowman's like attire over to Bray Wyatt and some like I'm really glad he sent it in a, a box and not some sort of garbage bag I think that would be <laughs> very for Karen Cross to do that you know I, or Scarlett I really should say Scarlett uh, you know that would be very whoa whoa did you hear those
1: shots fired
0: they're whoa. not they're not they're not terrible people you know like they're not terrible people
1: holy moly <laughs> wow what a callback <laughs> But yeah. uh, Yeah,
0: that's right. Scarlet Witch, secretly, Mark Carano.
1: (laughs) The implication here basically was that uh, you know, we're getting a little dark because I'm just implying that Cross straight up killed Brontro.
0: It's very Lucha Underground is what just happened. Yeah, they, yeah, I, I can see that, yeah. Very literate Underground. And what sucks even more is that Naomi's going to get the same sort of thing for Lana. And I don't know why Karen Cross, and Scarlett <laughs> killed Lana, but they're gonna, she's going to get the same thing in her mail. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> After that, we have a match between Seth Rollins and Elias, with Elias winning. I'm not going to lie to you, I had this whole card planned out except for one match spot, and hey... Sometimes you just need some filler.
0: That's fine. <laughs> it, it's Elias versus someone new. That's what I'm happy about seeing.
1: Yeah. It's not Elias versus King Corbin again for the 97th time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, after that, we have a contract signing between AJ Balor, AJ and Balor and Authentic for their title match uh, coming up this Sunday. Everyone comes to the ring, dressed to the nines, and the team sit across from each other. GM Page is overlooking the signing. She says, this contract in front of you is to make sure the match at Hell in a Cell between AJ Styles and Finn Balor and the team of Authentic uh, is official. Uh, if you have anything left to say or work out, now is the time to do it. AJ grabs a mic and he says, Gulak, Benjamin, at this point, what's left to say? You two realize there were lots of teams more deserving of this match at Hell in a Cell Teams that have been together longer Teams that we've had wars with And teams that are just quite frankly better than you are So to get ahead you orchestrated some cowardly attacks So you can cut in line I don't respect it one bit But I'm going to sign this contract Not because I want to have you two in this match But because I want you to see that Balor and I are champions Because we're determined, work our asses off And respect our opponent's abilities If you keep looking down on everyone You won't see what's right in front of you And that's us so this Sunday, will we knock you off that high horse you've been on? Be prepared to be at the back of the line of this division for a long time. Benjamin gets a little heated and start and starts standing to meet AJ face to face, but Gulak puts a hand on his shoulder, shakes his head no, and Benjamin sits down. Uh, and Gulak grabs a mic in response. He says, "So champs, you think we're just a flash in the pan? You think Authentic doesn't deserve a shot at your titles? You preach about how we look down on our opponents and underestimate everyone, while you're throwing that right back in our faces." You clearly don't respect us and have been underestimating us from the start. So before you talk to anyone about respecting opponents, why don't you just try it yourself sometime? (sighs) To get to the point, to get the point into your tiny brain, let me speak 100% authentically. Nice. Very nice. (laughs) On Sunday, come hell in a cell, when we're standing over your beaten bodies in that ring, holding those championships over your head, over our head, we're going to show you and everyone... That authentic is no joke. Both teams sign the contract, and the match is set.
0: There we go. There we go, folks. We got
1: it. Is official. I
0: love it. The authentic speaking authentically is very funny to me. <laughs> I love it so much. It, it had to be a line at some point, right? Yeah, I like that. I just, I just think that's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, no. The, I like the contract signing. I think you know you're setting up contract signing with Balor and Nate Styles for the authentic. I feel like. Weirdly enough, Authentic might have the best chance of winning the titles off of Balor and Styles, um, but I'm also not... What do you think that? I, they've been on a hot streak lately. It does feel like something that you might have put the titles on for, like you might put the titles on them because you've been building up like this, mm-hmm. but I also don't... I, I could also make an argument of not doing it, but I'm also like, well then if not them, who... Hoomst. Hoomst, Hoomst, Greg Hoomst. Greg uh, Hoomst. So I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I'm in between, I guess.
1: Fair enough. After that contract signing, we have uh, uh, match number four. We got Carmella. T- or, we got Carmella taking on Piper Niven, the number one contender for Sony Deville's uh, women's championship. And Piper Niven gets the win. And during this match, Sonya is on commentary. Uh, after Piper Niven wins, Sonya comes to the ring. Uh, with a mic as Niven celebrates. She stares Niven up and down. She, like, fakes to go to say something and then drops the mic and goes to throw a punch. Ooh. But then but then Niven is able to block it and fire a shot back, which takes Sonya down. Before she can follow up, Sonya is able to escape the ring and uh, she goes to walk back up the ramp and she's, like, while she's like walking backwards up the ramp, like staring at Niven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what she doesn't see is an awaiting Tony Storm.
0: Yeah! <laughs> so she,
1: she backs into Tony Storm, who meets her on the ramp, throws her back in the ring, and Niven hits her finisher and is able to stand tall above Sonya.
0: I like it. I like it. I wish Sony Deville maybe got more heat on her before you get the redemption of Tony Storm in there. Like I think mm-hmm. that would because you don't want you don't want Storm and Niven to come off heelish, like mm-hmm. because of, you know you got a numbers game there. So I wish Sony Deville maybe had some more heat there. But yeah, I like yeah.
1: It. I tried. I tried to. I tried to do that heat
0: by her trying to throw a cheap shot but she doesn't know? get it she doesn't get the you know she doesn't get it
1: yeah i guess yeah i did, that was i was i i thought the just the the attempt might be enough you know
0: i like no i understand uh but yeah piper niven i think uh unlike authentic i think piper niven has a better odds in my head of winning the title off of sony deville very interesting i think piper niven piper niven like will the question is mikey likes piper niven mikey has been pushing piper niven Constantly and consistently, and has always made Piper Niven look good in whatever she's in. So Mm -hmm. will Mikey put the title on Piper Niven the first opportunity he awards himself? This is my question. These are my riddles three. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out this Sunday. These are my riddles three, so I guess we'll just see. I
1: guess we'll just have to wait and see.
0: I guess we'll just... These are my riddles three, so I guess we'll just watch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, the main event... It's time for the main event. We announced it last week. It is Bliss Cross taking on Charlotte Flair and Natalya for the SmackDown Women's Tag Team Championship. or that, that's not the SmackDown for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, I'm so used to saying SmackDown Tag Team Championships, yeah, that I just assumed I had to say SmackDown beforehand, but I keep forgetting that the Women's Tag Teams are inter- interbrand.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
1: So yeah, uh, it is the main event Bliss Cross taking on Charlotte Flair and Natalya, and in this one, Flair and Natalya pick up the victory.
0: Of course, retain those titles,
1: ladies. I like it. Yes, Flair and Natalia, pick up the victory, retain those titles against uh, an ever resilient Bliss Cross.
0: Yeah, uh, a short little feud for Bliss Cross here. Yeah. I, I think it makes sense. It works. Gives another win underneath the title keep, belts keep... of Flair and Natalia.
1: Yep. Keep those women's tag team titles in everyone's minds. Keep them in the picture so we can build up another feud uh, afterwards.
0: Yes. The question is who? Do I have anyone prepared on the Raw side? I would side? say, do you have You've any ever... Raw roster? Because
1: we, we just said these titles are interbrand. So do you have anyone uh, <laughs> prepared on the Raw roster?
0: Can um, uh, okay, maybe...
1: If not, I'm sure I can come up with
0: something. I can probably put together some sort of Randy or Dana Brooks situation. Uh, but I also got We also got Money in the Bank coming up So I don't think it's much of a concern for either of us right now uh, Well I should say We have Money in the Bank coming up Assuming all things turn out well Unlike last time where I got screwed over uh, Where well, we thought
1: it was Money in the Bank But it wasn't
0: Jesus um, I, I think th- I think Money in the Bank has now been confirmed I think that was part of like the touring Announcement I'm going to look mm-hmm. that up Money in the Bank twenty twenty one. I could also maybe do Asuka and Io Shirai, uh but you know, I guess we'll see. Money in the Bank twenty twenty one uh scheduled to take place July eighteenth. Um there, there we go. It's it's confirmed, it seems. Thank christ (laughs) thank christ uh yeah no solid smackdown mikey i think you had a solid smackdown here uh i think you know you put together the heat a little bit more for the pay-per-view you know um, that's the idea it's the go home show baby
1: gotta get everyone gotta get everyone gotta make sure everyone gets their wallets out to buy it
0: yeah go out and buy it or for you lucky listeners you don't have to buy anything all you have to do is uh god dang listen to uh hit the books
1: yeah, all you got to do is stay subscribed, and you'll uh, hear it hear it this Sunday.
0: What was the what did the what was the date I said? <laughs> July what? Eighteenth <laughs> for Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank was July eighteenth. Uh, July eighteenth. Okay, where are we? Okay, uh, it was supposed to be Extreme Rules, uh, and I guess it's now Money in the Bank. So we hmm. got so we got Money in the Bank, and then we have SummerSlam immediately after that. Interesting. Okay, interesting. That's that's what we got. That's what we got on the docket. Um, Okay, then. There we go. Uh, Mikey, I think it was, yeah, like I said, solid card. I think you build up some stuff. You also had, uh, unlike me, I did not do it whatsoever. I think I did it with two acts. uh, And it was, you built up outside matches and feuds that are not pertaining to the pay-per-view. Whereas I basically only did did it. Like, the only other thing I had was, like, LLC and kind of the Garza Rose thing. Mm -hmm. Uh but like you had other things going on like you the like you yeah. you say that you put in Seth Rollins but Seth Rollins got a a not solid win over Kevin Owens that a win over Elias here Rollins is starting to get built up where is he getting built yeah. up to what's happening with him I'm interested
1: I think I think that's the, the I think that's the idea right where it's like build up build up stuff for after Like build up future stuff for after Hell in a Cell in the matches. My idea for this was build it up in the matches for later. Like build build up different things for later and post Hell in a Cell in the matches, but in the promos, get promos are basically all hell in a cell related right yeah they're all about the hell in a cell feuds people you like we have i think we have every match represented in some way yeah on this card uh in terms of promos and or matches or whatever yeah uh and that was the idea right it's like start getting people start start getting ideas in people's heads for what comes next after hell in a cell but also be like hey hell in a cell still sunday
0: a Cell still hell in a cell still sunday Mm -hmm. That's too many words for me. Uh, Get people
1: excited for Hell in a Cell and for what comes next.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Very nice, Mikey. Uh, That is it for us here, but we got one more thing before we go. Uh, Of course. Of course, on Twitter, at countoutpod.com, com .com, at countoutpod on Twitter, uh, you can now vote on who you thought put together the better card. Who will win the best Booker award? For this week's episode You can then vote right now all weekend long On Twitter at Pod. It'll be the pinned tweet at the top of our homepage There Mm -hmm. uh, on Twitter But you you will be able to vote On who you believe had the better card Was it me with Raw Was it Mikey with SmackDown You will be able to decide My cat is joining us as well He's joining (laughs) me on the lap He's stepping on my keyboard He turned on caps lock What do you have to say? Jude what do you have to say? Oh look at look at this cutie! Look at this little cutie!
1: Adorable. He just
0: walked up into my into my arms. Cute. The cutest cat award. Uh, Just wants attention. The you can you can win the uh, you can also vote on who gets the cutest cat award. Is it Jude or is it Jude? What do you think, Jude? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Love you. Um, All right, so that is that. Uh, But before we go, Mikey, it's time to hit the randomizer on the uh, loser of the award last week. Are you ready yeah. for that, my friend? I, I, I'm, I'm not, but, you know, I have to be. So let's find out who was the winner of the Best Booker Award last week. All right, the results are in, Mikey, and the winner was SmackDown. Mikey, win the Best Booker Award. Speech, 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 speech.
1: <laughs> speech. Uh, I'd like to thank the big man upstairs. Uh, I'd like to thank my dad. <laughs> uh, I'd, like thank, I'd like to thank my dad. I'd like to thank the Academy. Uh, you know, I'd like to thank all the people who supported me on this ride. Uh, thanks so much for all of your support and uh, I, I just want to accept this best booker award for this week uh, and uh, as humbly as I can even though I'm better than Ron Ryan knows it Wow!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think more celebrities should go on stage and be like yeah I deserve to win this I was the yep. best actor this year
1: <laughs> that was a more, more celebrities need to be heels about it <laughs> and just be like MJF and be like I'm better than you and you know it
0: yeah I like it uh, okay, yeah, you win. The audience have voted, so congratulations, Mikey. I don't like it, but congratulations. Uh, mm-hmm. Hit the randomizer, I guess. Uh, let's find out what am I? What's happening? In the raw right before a pay per view. Oh boy.
1: Oh boy. Let's see. Let's roll that randomizer on you, Ryan. Your randomizer result is gee, going to be gee, you were that you to help me out. that you have to. I'm stalling while it loads. Of course. Y- you got. Uh oh double booked. On what? Hit the randomizer twice for two random no.
0: actions. Oh No! So, Ryan, you're getting
1: hit hard, baby. No! Let's see what your two results are. Okay? So, your first result is cut a match. Someone went over their match length and now you have to cut a match to hit that two-hour mark. Well. Or I guess, I guess in your case three-hour mark, but
0: Uh, damn, we've been kind of playing with two-hour mark. Uh, yeah, no. uh, You got the point. I'm cutting the women's match.
1: while, while you're, oh, okay, I was gonna say while you're thinking, but it looked like you were pretty, pretty decided on that. Uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, first off, while you're laughing about the second option, I'm gonna cut the women's last because, cut the women's match because the, the, you know, I could cut the gauntlet match, but that was basically three matches, so I, that I have to come up with so much more stuff. Uh, and that also doesn't like make sense whatsoever uh, and I could also cut the Battle Royal but I'm setting up for the, that pay-per-view match and also for later in the show so it, it's kind of necessary and sadly the women's match isn't which sucks because that's the only women's anything on the show and I hate doing that, I don't want to do that
1: well, Ryan, I have good news for you because your second result is
0: at a match! Yeah, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that Io Shirai Mandiroshi back on! <laughs> 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 there, that is That is the most <laughs> indirect way to get a nothing happens. Oh my god, I was I'm
1: incredible. S- s- <laughs> ins- Randomizer knew exactly what as soon as I saw cut a match come up, I was like, Oh my god, please <laughs> <laughs> And oh man, it knew exactly what I wanted. You went from you got cut a match first and then you got a Match. So literally after
0: all of that, nothing happened. I Holy love it. Moly. What are the odds, dude? Holy it's moly. What? 1 in 44 times 1 in 44? I think that's how you do numbers. Ugh. Uh, 1 times 44. Or is it 1 divided by 44? Yeah. 1 44. One like, what are the sheer odds that something like that happens? That is insane. According to this. That is so funny. What is that? 0.05% chance of happening?
1: Holy moly, that is hilarious.
0: That is that is le, way like a hundredth, hundredth of a percent.
1: So you're saying there's
0: a chance. You, so you're saying there's a chance, my dude.
1: Holy moly. All right. Well, that's that, we handled that.
0: I love it. Okay, those were our results. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode. Mikey, anything to plug? Go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday here on the Countdown Network where me and Zach
1: to take you through the independent wrestling scene and bring back matches for you to watch for us to review. Uh, we've been doing the show for a while. We love doing it. Uh, we love reviewing. We love watching all this independent wrestling. It's just such like a cool change from all the TV wrestling that's happening. Not to say that some, some TV wrestling is bad, some isn't, but uh, indies is just so special. So if you, are, if you are brand new to the indie scene, it's good for you. If you have been around for a while, uh, I think you'll love it. So it is just a great – it is just a great uh, – podcast if you want to get into the independent wrestling scene or if you've just been a hardcore fan for years uh we love doing it and we love reviewing matches so go are check you, that out and if you, sorry
0: are you guys gonna review uh uh the eventual braun Strowman independent pwg uh bola match I, I, yeah
1: i can't wait i can't wait to to review in the independent braun Strowman matches and tommy end matches uh those will be great
0: yeah, but some some promoter spent, finds a way to spend fifteen thousand dollars on Braun Strowman.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so go check that out if you're into independent wrestling. And if you have any mass suggestions, send us to send them to our Twitter at uh,
0: Count Out Pod, and we'll shout you out on the show. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan You can also. Uh, listen to our show G1 and only And all the rest of our shows on Countout Network um, Should have said this At the top of the show as well But we are uh, still in the process Of collecting pre-orders <clears throat> I believe it, By the time this episode comes out I'll yes. double check for Jesus Yes, we are still in the process of collecting pre orders for our Count Out Network uh, t shirts, our inaugural Count Out Network t shirt. We finally got the merch store up and running uh, Mm -hmm. on countoutpod.com. So if you want to head over there, there's the store page where you can download and get the, not download, but you get. Order the pre-order for our T-shirt. Very soft, very comfortable. You, you uh, wouldn't download a T-shirt. Well Yeah, I, I downloaded. I like to download T-shirts and to, sort of a 3D print them uh, onto my body. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, you know, print pre-order the T-shirt for from Count Up Pod. Uh, we're collecting pre-orders up until June 23rd. Hopefully, we'll get this out by the beginning of July. We'll get a more exact date when that production of the T-shirts start happening. But yeah, yeah. Uh, pre-order some of those shirts. We. Really appreciate it uh, they're at a uh a, a, a sale price now they'll get bumped up when the uh orders are over so you mm-hmm. want to make sure you get come in and get that t-shirt right away it's a very soft material um uh i, forget, I don't remember the name of that material but it's like that sort of soft t-shirt material that yeah, everyone kind of knows yeah everyone, loves. everyone knows what i'm talking about i'm a big texture yeah. guy so i want to make sure screen printed on a uh, very nice shirt uh, i greatly enjoyed it. i think it's beautiful i think that it has a solid logo on it as well thanks mikey mm-hmm. so definitely go pre-order that 25 bones on the count out store page so go head over and do that maybe we'll drop uh mikey if you remember drop a link in the description as well uh, yes so you can pre-order those there and so yeah. yeah thank you everybody for listening to this week's show
1: yeah thank you thank you all for listening go pre-order those shirts it'll really help the network a lot it'll help us grow and put out more awesome content for you guys
0: yeah, and also we'll get. I mean, I want to also make sure to get other merch eventually. But it's just one exactly. of those things it, it, that it, it,
1: this is. This is just. A, this is hopefully the start. This is this. This shirt is hopefully the start of a whole line of countout merch that we have. We have so many ideas for different kinds of merch that we want to get to you guys.
0: Yeah, the idea being that like it's there needs to be sort of a, a startup to the store. So if you pre-order the shirts we'll be able to start getting out more merch eventually and start going mm-hmm. from there. So that's the get, whole I get, idea. I get the ball rolling. We want to get the help, get the ball rolling. So help us get the ball rolling and help get more merch for you. Cool. Cool cats, uh, to mm-hmm. be on board with and help us all out, uh, a yeah. win, win for everybody. Uh, so definitely go get that shirt today. Pre-order baby. Yeah. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of hit the books. We'll be back next week. Or this Sunday with our pay-per-view special of Hell in a Cell. But until then, we've got two words for you. Book it. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also you can support us on
1: the Countout Patreon as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. See you at the show